Torah Aleph, we'll be finishing up Emir Tzashem, Be'ezus Hashem, the Torah Atika Tamir Vesasim today, although Hadron Allah for Hadron Chalon, that can always go deeper and more, although the uh, incredibly appropriate that as we're finishing up on Hashanah Rabbah, I'll read you one line from the Kitzer and Aizvav. He sums up, Shekol Avoidas Ha'adam Ba'ilam Hazeh, our entire Avoda in this world, he Bishvil Kedei, uh, if we've been along for the ride and we understand what he means by makifin, otherwise we'll explain in a second. But it's to internalize. We describe the person as the ikar adam was A person is is what his mind is, uh, his understanding, his intellect, and there are things that a person has internalized, ideas that are part of a person. There's things that a person does not relate to yet. They're just outside a person. There is malbushim, and there are things that are several circles. Imagine concentric circles like a target board. There are things that are multiple circles beyond a person. They're Bateris Eber. They haven't even emerged as being something that a person relates to yet. Not that not not only is he not internalized them, he doesn't even relate to them. As, as something that he's uh, aspiring to. And uh, the process is that a person uh, th- that a person has what he internalized and he needs to internalize that part beyond him and to bring new uh, to bring new, new ideas, new intellect out from what was previously hidden so that a person is continuously uh, internalizing. You could look at it, I guess, in one of two ways, either internalizing those things that are outside of him or really expanding himself uh, to be able to incorporate those ideas. Now he says over here again, still in the Kitzur Valide Mitzvah Sukkah. Does it get better than this? Valide Mitzvah Sukkah Zoichin Letaharas Halev. Through the Mitzvah of Sukkah, a person is Zoicha to purity of the of, of the lave, the heart, the machshavas. And through this. A person is able to express himself fluently before Hakadosh Baruch Hu is able to express express articulate himself well. And as far as as far as being able to articulate himself, actually in the beginning of the Kitzur, as he's leading in uh, the the Iker Taira is really talking. We'll see that Rabbeinu uh, had heard had heard a question from on high, and he came to answer that question. But the the lead in to these ideas in the Kitzur talks about his lavus halev, how a person gains enthusiasm of the lave, enthusiasm of the heart, and that is by internalizing these makifin, these ideas, this this seichel, these maichin, and uh, how we discussed at length, a person has to be mekadosh of an eris. how does a person make himself into a kli, a person has to make himself receptive to it, it could be that these maichin, he doesn't have a direct relationship to it, it's not like the type of logic that a person uh, progresses A and then B and C, Lo- logically you can, there, there are certain things that you can structure a certain lima to go from one to the next, there are th- certain things that are bad, some godly wisdom. How is it that a person, where does a person make that bridge, that gap? How is a person able to cause things to come uh, from from Eber and to, to be born, so to speak, so that they can be accessed? And we talked about Sa'ako, we talked about screaming. We're going to be talking about some of these ideas, both in the context of Tefillah and the context of Taira. But a person, Ba'etzim, has to, what's Arishtadlis? Arishtadlis is to do Sa'ako, to bring them out, but to make ourselves receptive to Makadesh, our Shevaneris. We spoke about our eyes, our ears, our nose, our mouth mouth from Kaddish the Shevaneris, in order that we should be able to uh, to internalize this godly wisdom. And uh, he said over here in the in the beginning of the Kitzer 
that uh, just just in terms of his baidus, in terms of Sukkot is a time where all people are outside, they're socializing, people go on chalamay trips. He says, I'm just going to read this because Valkane Ayideh Harabim, a person is going to be down l'chavschos. He's going to be matzik the rab mahenu shemakariv b'nei adam lavoidus shem isbarach. Bring people in, light up the world. Ayideh shedon kol adam l'chavschos. Shagam zenikra matzik harab, and that's also called justifying the rab. Ayideh zemoylid gamkein chamimus v'slavus l'shem isbarach. You you want to gain enthusiasm towards avoda, and by the way, not just in, in yourself. We're all Hakadosh Baruch Hu's children in the world. We want to generate enthusiasm in the world towards Hakadosh Baruch Hu and ourselves and in others. How do we do it? It's Daniel. Those who justify the many are like stars. We have to be like stars. A person who does this will receive chamimus, enthusiasm, heat from what is above him. And then he'll be able to channel it down to somebody else. Like the stars, the mazolais, their noizel is to flow. They take from above and it flows down to below. So, uh, what what can we do in order to generate this chamimus? In order to be able to to become a conduit, so that we can not only relate to Hakadosh Baruch Hu and light ourselves up, but we can also we don't want to get burnt up by it. We want to be able to how fl- have it flow downwards. We matzik the rabbim. We can uh, we, we can spread the light. But has a person become enthusiastic again? Um, this is he, he says also uh, etc. I'm reading a few lines below. That how does a person get this chamimas halev? How do they attach to a kaddish baruch Hu? We spoke a, a, a few minutes ago about saaka to speak in his own words towards a kaddish baruch Hu. Ki al yideish nichnas lezeh umachriach atzma umechin atzma ledabel afri Hashem isbarach shelech lo Hashem isbarach diburim befiv shemachinas ruach hakaddish. When a, when a person speaks privately with a kaddish baruch Hu, he adopts this as baidus. He prepares himself. Hakaddish baruch Hu is going to send words into his mouth, and this is going to be a bechina of ruach hakaddish, and this. Is what bridges the gap. Uh, this is what bridges the gap. We said in order to 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 to, to have this bridge between us and our Kodesh Baruch Hu, so that we can open ourselves up uh, to receive this this godly intellect. We have to be mekadesh the shevaneres. We have to prepare ourselves, and we have to do tzaka, and we have to reach out to Kodesh Baruch Hu and tefillah. And it's not just formulaic prayers. A person should see that he constantly renews himself. He beseeches a Kodesh Baruch Hu with new supplications, new pleas, and in this way he's going to merit um, so with those two things we're really discussing preparing ourselves making ourselves into a kli being a makadish his his uh, his kalim his eyes nose mouth going back all the way to I think it was the first year already and once a person is receptive he also has to be able now so now a person can receive it but how, how do you where, where's the pipeline how does he get that pipe to be able to receive from a Kaddish Baruch Hu the godly wisdom that he doesn't have an inherent relationship with through tefillah through Torah to bring out uh, to, to bring out the things that are Behelam, but but now he has to be able to talk to Hakadosh Baruch Hu uh, in his own words. He's matzik the rabbim, and through this he can get closer to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So now we're going back to our Torah to finish up. We made a connection with Sukkis. We're going to have a connection with Elul. Get back uh, finishing uh, f- uh, finishing this idea of a person again I- internalizing the makifin, or we could also say expanding oneself 
uh, as as a person grows in avoda. So we said earlier that a person last time that there's different levels of hasaga. Where I'm holding, I might be on a level one, and I'm aspiring to a level two. And a level three, I don't even have a shaykhus with. It's not even in my realm. It's not my goals, my ambitions. But I take another person who is at a, a farther down along the path than me. This person, what to me is a two or even a three, that person has internalized. And to him, we can always get closer. We're going, striving towards the insightfulness. Every person is, is, is within this, uh, within this dynamic, but that person has already internalized level three and he's aspiring to a four and he's not holding it by level five. So that's going to be in Oilam Habba when all of a sudden we have this clarity and we're going to see where different people are holding. We're going to see these things that 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 warm somebody else up. They might burn us up, right? We're holding we're holding at a different level. But we're going to see now. We're continuing really from the last paragraph. I'm a little bit before the paragraph where I have in my version is Tesvav. My print is Tesvav. Starts with Shlema Sadas. I'm a drop before that, but we're we're close to the end. So we had said earlier in the Torah that that there will be universal knowledge of a Kaddish Baruch but on different levels, right? There's different levels of depth. Even if you think about an ocean, if you look at the top of the ocean, the water level is constant. But depending what's going on beneath the surface, you could have it might be an inch deep the water, and it might be a hundred feet deep. Uh, that depends on. So even though there will be universal knowledge of a Kaddish Baruch that doesn't mean that everybody's going to have the same Hasaga. However, even though the Lavo, so some people we're going to get to to Asid Lavo, and we're going to see things that are are makifin, and we're going to see though that there are some tzaddikim that even in Oilam Hazah, a person in Oilam Hazah can reach great heights. So one person might uh, get to the next stage to Oilam Haba to to Lasid Lavai, and to them they will have reached a level a hundred, and they're going to look at level a hundred one. They're going to be like, wow! But they're going to there's some tzaddikim that might have reached level a hundred one or greater than that. Even in this world, we have access. We have the Torah. We have Chazal. It's possible there will be a number of tzaddikim they are going to come to Oilam Haba. Al Hasoga Shihisik Atzadak Hagadol Mehem Ba Oilam Hazah. It's possible that there will be some people, they're tzaddikim, they come to Oilam Haba, they come to the next world, and they're going to find themselves in awe, that by certain tzaddikim were able to comprehend even in this world, and as far as they are concerned, they will be singed, burnt by those insights. A person, we said the difference is there are certain things a person has, certain things that are malbushim, they're directly, those can warm somebody, but there's certain things beyond that that can even burn a person. There are things that even in the next world, certain tzaddikim will be burnt by, and there are other tzaddikim that even were able to attain that level of hasaga even in this world. By somebody else, that was Noilam Hazar. Which shows us just how much a person can accomplish in this world. When we sit down to learn, we open we open ourselves up to godly wisdom because of the coverings in this world. Sometimes we're not even receptive to what it is that we're being dovic to, that we're attaching ourselves to. But the, as we grow in Tyra, as we grow in understanding, we're, we're not holding at a low level. The things that we're encountering are, are things that when certain tzaddikim get even to the next world, they're going to look at some of the hasaga that we have when we sit 
down to open Likut Maran, we sit down to open a, a, a Daf Gemara, things that we understand that we are able to internalize, that we're able to appreciate, are things that there are some other people, other Jews, are going to get to Eilam Habad, they tried their hardest, and yet they're going to be blown away, even at that level, by things that we understand today. Now let's take most of the world. Most of the world is an Akum. The, they have a totally different set of priorities, totally different set of uh, understandings of right and wrong. We have an objective truth. We we still to to the That is the universe within which everything exists. The only the, the only test for whether or not something is in line with the truth or not is whether or not it's in line with with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. All of the, the, the ideas and the Yisoyed Torah that we're learning, people that don't have that, even if, assuming that they, they, they're trying to be a good person, they're not trying to be a bad person, and yet they're going to get to the next world, they're going to be blown away when they encounter the truth. All of a sudden, the, the, the curtain gets lifted, and they're just in awe. Right now, the average, uh, whether you talk about a person that was able to have the advantage of growing up, uh, that their mother's milk was uh, was ideas of Tyra, the things that they might not have appreciated as they were growing up within the system. And as they matured, they gained a deeper appreciation or people even that came to it later in life. But the average basic understanding, things that we take totally for granted, you know, one of the examples, which I, I only mentioned it, I've mentioned it before, because this is one of the things that I find profound, that a person opens opens their eyes. They say, uh, Thank you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Uh, we'll leave for now. You return to me my neshama. What does that mean? That means that when we were sleeping, it wasn't just time that our neshama was by us and we just went into a state of rest and now we get up and our neshama is by us. Our neshama was a pikadin by Hashem. The status quo when we were sleeping, right? Who says that we should deserve it? The status quo when a person goes to sleep is that our neshama was a pikadin by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We open up our eyes and we tell HaKadosh Baruch Hu, thank you for giving it back. There's a, uh, there's a, a Sefer Oilas Tamid on, on Tefillah that has a discussion, I think it brings a concise, but it's it's uh, something that we have to be made on. It's, it's Nifla. The idea that if you're walking along the street, ask a nine-year-old boy, a 10-year-old boy or a girl, take a look at a building and ask them, how did the building get here? Did, were there builders? You don't see the builders. The building might have been there for 100 years. The building was there before this person was born. It's not super complicated. It just looks like bricks piled up. You're talking to a kid. How did this building get here? Did somebody build it? And did somebody design it? Or did it just, you know, there was a storm and things blew around. And if they say that somebody built it, it's just that they took a bunch of rocks in a truck and just unloaded it and it fell into place? Or the design, the, the person had to have a design first. Does it, do we look at the world like that? How calculated is the world? The sun, the moon, the planets, every single thing. I mean, you can, you can, we're not, we're not going to, uh, we can look at a river victim, let's say for any safer and, and understand the Neflai, Sabayre, and gain, Shar and Chayvis, Halavavis. But the bottom line is, is that 
every yid, we open up our eyes. This is the way that we relate to the world in terms of the bria, the way that it's it's controlled, in terms of the hashgacha pratis, in terms of the events in our life. To us, maybe we take this for granted. This is a hasaga gedola. When a person, when an akum uh, dies, or when we ourselves, when we look back at the movie of our life and we see how calculated everything was, and we said, how could somebody not have understood that there was that there was an intelligence that was running the world? I think I mentioned one time that uh, I I really heard the book from I was listening to a share by someone named David Foreman. And he mentioned a book called What If? And the the, the, the reason he mentioned it is it was a bunch of, uh, I think this particular book went through a bunch of military victories. And it went through what if one incident would have been slightly different and it would have, you know, the entire thing would have been different and would have changed the face of the world. One of them happened to be by Chizkiah Melach, by Sancheirev. And it's not, not, not a book written by from people. And it, it went through that war and I ended up uh, picking up the book and I, I was reading it. But when I bought it off Amazon, I remember looking at some of the comments I haven't seen in a long time and some of the comments said that they didn't like the book because it almost was like proselytizing it's, it was almost like religious it's not a religious book but when you're I made on what if when you're when you put all these things together and the the design hits you in the face you can't help but be inspired by, by the idea of design so you had people commenting on this book saying that you know as as the authors are commenting on these seemingly random events that controlled the face of history, it, it almost sounds religious and they didn't like that. These ideas are things that the Pashat Ish Yisraeli has in this world, which is profound. We say it's simple. That's Aleph Beis. It's profound. Hi, when people are going to get hit with this, they're going to see the story of their life with commentary and they're going to be blown away. Not only that, they're going to understand what's the idea of religion, not just the idea that there is a creator, that there is a rebayin shalaylam, that there's somebody running the world. The idea of religion is that we can connect with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the idea that we can be in this world and our uh, actions that deal with physical things are able to affect things that are beyond the world. Oh, it's sukkis. We're able to take a, a palm branch and we're able to take a citron, certain types of fruits, and we're able to see what the Gemara, the Gemara, the Talmud Bavli, and when I'm talking about Kabbalah, says what's affected by doing the not with the with the dalad minim, a person eats matzah that not during not during Pesach. They blow the shofar not during Rosh Hashanah. It doesn't accomplish anything. A person uh, does these things in the right time and in the proper way. You can change the entire world. You can affect spirituality beyond anything that you could possibly imagine. That's going to entirely affect the what's going to happen to ourselves, what's going to happen to those around us, what's going to bring shefa down to the world. Not stam, right? Yeetzlam hasaga mashiyedu v'yargishu ktsas kedusha. So they're going to come, these Akum, these Gentiles. Certainly, I'll add maybe a, a, something that maybe we could say in a second, but these people who had their own system, now they're going to look back and they're just going to see it pop out as clear as day. What were you thinking? Right? They're going to understand and see that a Kodesh Baruch Hu ran the world and they're going to see the level of Kedusha. They're going to see the level of, 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 uh, mitzvahs that the uh, simple Jew had in this world, and that's going to be what they are blown away by. That's going to be their outer, what they grow into uh, in the next stage when they are able to be privy to this. 
That is really our Aleph base. That's what we learn in everything I needed to know. I learned in kindergarten. These these ideas are things that we uh, know as Judaism 101, not even Judaism 101, Life 101. I ran into somebody, uh, I was talking to them, and we were talking about He's talking about investing. He says it's an interesting idea. Uh, you know, I ran into somebody and they were talking about uh, investing in the context of Yiddishkeit. Finance is finance. You, you know, religion is religion. And I, so I asked him, I said, why is that strange to you that he's talking about finance in the context of his worldview being Yiddishkeit? You should be looking at everything in the context of your uh, of your worldview being Yiddishkeit. If you live in God's world and you have a mission in life, part of your mission is Ishtadlis, making Parnasa, everything is in that context. Right, so he says that when the when the akum is the guy is able to understand these ideas, what the average Jew, so to speak, the average Jew is a superstar. The base level Jew is a superstar. Uh, that they're going to see what a Jew learned as Judaism 101. By them, they're going to be blown away. But with regard to us, we are going to be at a higher level. In other words, the, the Jew who in this level had that level of Judaism 101, what that Jew will be privy to in the next world is going to be infinitely levels, light years ahead of that. Now, I might suggest, I didn't see this anywhere, so then we could say certainly what we just read makes sense if you have a, a, a Gentile who did not subscribe to anything that was Judaism, Tyra, God related as we as we know it to be so then certainly they're going to be blown away as they look back at their uh, as they look back at the world, they look back at their life and they understand these connections perhaps we could suggest that it's not only somebody who is an Avodah's Kavim what if you have a Gentile, you have a guy who keeps the Shev Mitzvah Spinei Nayach they do understand that there's a God, and they, they they're not a Jew, but they do understand that our there's our Torah and our understanding of the Rebbeinu Shleilam and the Jewish people. Perhaps we can suggest that no, anyway, a person who's a mitzvah vayisa, a person who has tayag mitzvahs, a person who received the Torah, even that the base level uh, person b'ni b'chayri yisrael that has this relationship with a kaddish baruch hu, person could convert, they could become a ger tzedek. But a person who be'etzem is a yid, they are privy through having this connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu and access to the Torah, again, which is divine wisdom. It's not just that anybody can open it up and understand that. Something that a person who is not within the Jewish people, and when they are totally blown away by the truth, that is going to be, uh, even if it's a guy, even if it's a Gentile who's a Ben Nayach, they just simply don't have access. What they're going to be blown away by is just the truths that we start off with. The the uh, you know I, j- j- I just mentioned that I heard I, f- I forget who was talking about this but I'll put it into my own words because uh, because I don't want to misquote uh, sometimes let's say the Rambam will use uh, words that, that Aristotle used and people will take note of it but the, the, the when, back in those days everything was was science so in other words the well, we we have science we have philosophy we have mathematics we have geometry we have all sorts of different disciplines everything was within philosophy in in terms of understanding the way the world was. So there were certain things that, let's say, Aristotle might have been made on. Let's put it in our terms. 
a person acknowledges the idea of gravity. Now they're learning Bhavakama, and they utilize a principle of gravity. Nobody's going to go over to that person and say, hey, wait a second, are you subscribing to, to Newton, or you're subscribing to the atheist scientists? No. Within the world, the, there was a person who was a scientist who understood the, 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 the pieces in the world and the way that they relate to each other, and they came up and understood. They gave a label. They gave a framework to understand why things fall down and don't fall up. This is very important to us also. We need to understand uh, these rules we live in this world. However, a person can reach a super, super advanced stage of understanding, whether it be in physical sciences, whether it be in philosophy, certain truths that we have, and Aristotle may have been omitted on many, many of these truths. However, at the height of what might be you know, a tremendous level of understanding, that was where the Rambam started. Aristotle, let's say, use our, our gravity example. Aristotle was able to look around and he understood certain principles as pushed as gravity. Where the Rambam started was, why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu create the world this way? How does that fit within HaKadosh Baruch Hu's plan? It's not just Tam that these are the default rules of the world. This is the way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu made it. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's This is the, 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 within the divine plan so that we can fulfill Ratzon Hashem. That's Aleph Bez. What somebody is able to look at the world and come to unbelievable insights... There's a piece of Agada, I think Rashi and Chumash brings it, where there was a, there was somebody who was trying to figure out the gestation life of a snake, and he, he went to one of the, the Tanoim, the Amoraim, who, uh, who, who was able to know this right away. He said, I know that, and he pointed to where it was in the Tyra. First of all, the ideas, the ideas of the world are in the Tyra, but second of all, besides for the ideas of the world being in the Tyra, there, there's less, I'm going to say one more line about this, and then we're going to move on. If I... I'm able to roll a dice, uh, a die. The die is a million-sided die, and I, I lands on a particular number, and the other person, 10 times in a row, told you what the number is going to be. I would say that that person is a, uh, he's a Navi. There's no way to know that. What if I told you, though, I lifted the curtain, and I said, no, there might be a million sides on the die. I am actually just deciding which side to put it down on, and I just to- I, I told you 10 out of 10 times. I told you this is what I'm going to choose to do. The person doesn't have to be uh, a magician to understand it. He just has to be in line with the Ratzon of the one who's putting it down. What the, what the, the Goyim are running around and they're looking at the world and they, they might be very intelligent and they have these Hasagas of what they understand the world to be and then they're exposed to what's behind the curtain and they're, they're blown away. This is to us what we wake up with in the morning. We say, This is our Messiah. This is what we have access to immediately. Okay, next paragraph. Now, when we understand that uh, these uh, that, that tzaddikim are going to be masig makifin, both in the next world, but even in this world, we have we're able to internalize and understand this rutzon Hashem. Now we can understand that this hasaga, it's not just intellectual curiosity. It's not just being very smart and understanding certain things, but this brings a shleimus hadas. This can actually impact a person's status in the world, and this can save a person from tzaras, and we're going to see that this is true in two different ways. Number one, shleimus hadas in this world perfection of knowledge, uh, who, now Shlemus is, is more than just, we, we talk about perfection, it, it's when there's, there's no friction, there's no extra pieces, the entire system fits. The idea of an understanding, the idea of living with Shlemus, and the Iker of a person is Das, who it's when a person takes those things that seem beyond, they, they just, they don't have a place in his universe, and a person is able to say, no, he brings them in, and it now, all of a sudden, he's able to 
expand on. He's able to modify, to supplement, or to reframe things that he already knows and realize that everything exists within a system. I, you think about even you know a person, I tell you 10 things to remember. It's hard. I tell you 50 things to remember. It's harder. Now, all of a sudden, I tell you one principle and you realize that all of those 50 things that you're trying to remember actually are only different expressions of one principle. That's kishmak. That's shlemus. That all, all of a sudden, it's not that I'm trying to understand a million different little details. I understand that there's a system. Things fit together. The more that you expand your knowledge, you understand your 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 your, your understanding of things. The more that you understand that the the more you learn, the more details there are. The more insights you have, the more that you realize everything comes back to core principles. And if you would know everything, then you would understand Yichud Hashem, that everything really comes back down to one principle. right? If you think about an ecosystem, you think about the environment, first you see one thing, then you see a million things. And when you realize that the entire ecosystem actually is one shlemus where everything is creating a flywheel, feeding into each other, it's supplementing each other, it's a shlemus, that becomes true yadiyah. When a person has true yadiyah, Dias, they they are able to internalize makifin. Vaz nitzal mikol tsaros. Then they will be saved from uh, from tsaros. Now this is really going to be in two ways. One of them is higher than the other. One way that this is true, which we referenced before, is when you have a different understanding, right? The classic example, Ashkacha Pratis, a person is late for the bus, late for the, and you know, they're, they're, they're so upset. And then all of a sudden it comes out that Chas V'Shalom, Rahman something terrible happened to the bus. Was it good? Was it bad? I saw a video one time. A little girl was running, and she tripped, and the, the, the father was so upset that the daughter tripped, or the daughter was crying, and all of a sudden he looked up, and there was a car that ran a red. The daughter tripped, and but that's what saved her life. The more that a person knows why there are no tsarists, because the more understanding you have, the less tsarists there are. The, the more that you're able to see the bigger picture, a person just understands that there's no tsarists. And the, the truth is, that's even that on one level, that can be based on my understanding. What can transcend even my understanding? Amuna. If I have full amuna that whoever it is that's running my life actually is doing it for my benefit and running the world, then the truth is I also have no tsarists. And even I have less tsarists than a person who understands, because what I understand is at least is limited to my das. Once I have a muna, I can anchor myself in something that's much greater than myself. I can be mamish in peace and shlemus. But over here, we're going to talk about another concept, which is uh, a little bit more Kabbalistic. And we're going to say this idea that there are other spiritual forces in the world. There, there's, uh, there's, there's klipa, there's sitra achra, there's diff- different types of spiritual forces that can impact somebody. And there's a uh, there's world that goes on. Now, a person, for whatever reason, deserves a certain sorrow, and it's takat sorrow. It's takat not comfortable. Okay, that person. Is, is is now living within a world, he's living within a structure where now, for whatever reason, it's been triggered and the, he is going to, exper- he or she is going to experience something that's going to be negative. However, those negative forces have in their crosshairs, the, when they're triggered, they don't have Bechira, there are certain uh, you know powers in the world, they're triggered towards Ruvain. But we just said that the Iker of a person is their Das, is their Seichel. If a person expands their seichel, not only expands and maybe gets larger, maybe deeper, maybe they even reframe. Maybe they have a totally different perspective on things that they uh, that they understood beforehand. In the example that we just gave, something I related to as bad, now I relate to as good. It saved my life. 
That's one example. But there's a million examples when all of a sudden you understand the aside, you understand that something is over beforehand, you thought that it was a uh, that, that it was a consequence of something, and now you understand what's the root and what's the consequence, you know, what's the what's the trigger. What, what's the cause? What's the effect? A person can mamish change the world that they live in based on their understanding of things. Well, now they're mamish a different person. So those tsaras, those yisurim that were geared towards one person, this person no longer exists. As a person grows, and this is, in one hand, it's a very lofty concept, and on another hand, it's very accessible to us. Every person can do this. Some of the ideas in this Torah seem to be so lofty, they're beyond us, but if we understand this concept, that when you learn, you take a concept that you didn't understand, and now you, you, you're you able to grow into it, you're able to do a vote, you're Mekadosh you work on your Midos, you work on your Dveikas, Tachadosh Baruch Hu. now there are things in the world, you are a different person. The negative uh, things that were geared towards the you of yesterday, the you of yesterday, Mamish, does not exist anymore. Lemashal, Kishachan Mitzap of Ayav Lachaver Lahargo. A person is is ambushing, he's scouting, he's laying a trap for uh, another person to kill him. How is this person going to be saved? He has to put on a disguise. He has to change his clothing. He has to change his malbush. Come on, now, how does a person change his malbush in our terms? When you take the malbush, what was outside of you, internalize it, now you move into the next one. You now have a different malbush. This is a pasuk in Eov. The pasuk is talking about really the idea that death is inevitable, but uh, we're learning Hasidus says, his face changes and he's sent away. Over here, well, the way that we're learning this is a person changes his as his appearance, his panav, or the panav is the malbush, that we'll see, or the, his chachma, seichel, we're going to explore this. Vatishal chayu that the, uh, you change his appearance and send him away. But what we see over here is that changing an appearance through different malbushim allows a person to be free from those things that were chasing him. He brings over here a zayar, the Loshan in the zayar. I'm going to read it in the Targum. In Hebrew, it says, Meshan avra bo. What does it mean? One of these negative malachim, these negative spiritual forces. He comes to uh, attack this person and he sees that it's a different person. The person changes appearance. So they ask him, This is not the person who you came to collect your debt from. So he says, no, this this is not the person, and then he is not this this negative spiritual force. This mashchus is not able to attack. When this person now has different levushim nifter mimenu, he becomes free from his opponent. By nikar adam, what's the ikar adam? Is the seichel? If today I'm at a level one, I be'etzem am level one. That's who I am. If you would take my seichel and put it into a different body, I would wake up and look in the mirror and say, I have a different body. But who am I? I am my seichel. What are my levushim? What are my outer coverings? This is the circle that's right outside of me. That's my levush. That's my halbasha. So I internalize that halbasha, and I have a new set of garments, a new circle outside of me that I can now grow into. This becomes a uh, a new set of garments, which we said the way to do that is to to draw out the moichin. We said is through tzaka, through through prayer, through screaming out, and the way to make myself receptive. Even once those mochin, those new intellects are born and they come into the world, I. 
still need to be able to run that uh, the conveyor belt. I need to run the operating system. I need to be able to move it along. So even as the new mochen come into the bria, they, they they emerge into the world. How do I allow myself to expand? I need to be mikadesh my shevaneris. And through this, a person can be saved from any negative harm that was going to come. So in a practical way, as we learn, we expand our mind, we expand our heart, we get closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This will impact our day-to-day life. And this is a, uh, a level that's very high, but we're going to read through it and try to understand, at least gain a little bit of from how beautifully things fit together, even if we don't understand all of the individual pieces. Malbush is Gematria 378. That's Gematria Chashmal. Chashmalim are one of the uh, one of the things that come up in the Meisim Rekava that we've referenced before by Yecheskel's Nevoah. And the Chashmal uh, causes all of the Mashchisim to run away. Now, without getting technical, I am just going to mention a question that's brought over here in the note. It says, well, hey, wait a second. If a chashmal, which is uh, associated with the malbush, is going to chase away these mashchisim, aren't there always malbushim? Meaning that at every single stage a person is, there's where I am, there's the level around me, which is the malbush, and then there's the levels above that. So any person at any point in whatever their stage is, there's always going to be a halbasha. There's always going to be a malbush. Read it inside. He says, kan I'm reading from the note of here from Rabbi Atiyah. If there's going to be this kayach to the circle, so to speak, that's surrounding a person where he is, to chase away all of those chitzainim, all of those negative forces, then why does he need to go through this process of changing the malbush and reintroducing the things that are beyond him through tzaka and then internalizing the, uh, the malbush, the circle outside of himself, wherever a person is? He should always be protected by the Malbush, which we're associating with the Pasuk from Yechezkel, Ke'ena Chashmal Mitoich Ha'esh, that the Ke'ena Chashmal is the Bechina of Klipas Noiga, and this is similar to a Chashmal. Why do we even need this? Let the person just be protected by whatever is outside of him. And it goes through a little bit of a Kabbalistic explanation. I'll summarize in a basic way, according to my understanding, and we know that there's different development we talk sometimes in terms of the spheres, Chachma Bina Das, or Kesach Chachma Bina, and then Chagas Nahi Malchus. But when we talk in terms of the level, sometimes we package them up differently. We talk about Zer Anpin, there's Abba Keneged Chachma, there's Ima Keneged Bina, and then there's Zer Anpin Keneged Chagas Nahi, the seven, the Chesed Vortiferas Nezachod Malchus, and then Nezachod um, Yesod, and then Nukva's Kneged Malchus. Take this for what it is. So he says over here that really there's different levels at which the 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 Chashmal can be associated with. If it's associated with the lower level of Zer Anpin, there will still be a, a certain level of protection, I guess. However, the way he puts it, and again... We're, I'm, I'm only quoting it in case in, in, the, in on the literal uh, on the literal uh, level of explanation. Somebody had this question that there's always a halbasha, so why do we need this process? The answer might be beyond most of us, or certainly myself. 
he brings from the Eitz Chaim that at that level, Shom Yeshna Yenika Lechitzayinim Me'achorayim. At the level of the Zer Anpin, there is some sort of a Yenika, some sort of a way that the Chitzayinim would have some sort of an attachment point, uh, even if not direct. However, when a person goes through the process of introducing new Meichin from Bina, the Chashmal, the, the, the Chashmal at the level that we're talking about, that we're associating with Klipas Naga from the vision in Yecheskel, says that uh, that's Medamas Atzim L'Chashmal Shusfiris Habina, and at that level there's a Shmira because she parts of Bina Ima Shemeres Ala Partsufim Shetachtesh Lo Yishlo Yinaku Mehem Achitzaynim. So once there is a Halbasha, there's a Chashmal that's associated already with Bina with Ima that will protect all that come below, and therefore. In order to get a full protection at the level of the chashmal, at the level of the malbush, it's not the original malbush, but it's rather the malbush that's introduced from this switching over from this introducing the uh, the new mochen and, and ultimately the, the the new habasha that would come into place as a person internalizes what's beyond them, and then there comes a new habasha. So take that what it is. Let's go weiter. Pasuk and Mishle we're familiar with from Eishes Chayel on Friday night. Oizvada strengthened grandeur, beauty, levusha is are her garments fatischak liyoyim achron and she laughs until the end. Al yidei halavush through the levush, which we're saying is acts as a protection against Taurus, against negative forces. Against Mashchisim, Shu Bechinas Hachashmal, Shu Levosh Oiz Vahadar, Levosh Chazak Vinaya. This, this Halbasha, this Malbush, this, uh, when, when a person internalizes, he grows, expands, again, depending, uh, but, but uh, a person internalizes that level, and then the, his new Halbasha is now introduced from what was more beyond him, and that is going to be this Hashmal that's associated, like by the vision in the Cheskel, King Klipas Neigats, associated with Ima, with Bina, level of protection through this <coughs> through this she will be able so to speak to laugh until the end that she won't be scared of the Sitra Achra Klal at all even on the Yom Achron even in Yom Misa Kanal the is ma why because we already explained earlier once the habash is changed, we use the mushal format that it says if the mashchisim won't be able to recognize the person. So at that point, when a person going into lost at Lavo, there won't be a difference between the, uh, between life and post death. There are different stages of existence, certainly. But if a person is able to expand and have this level of protection, so then they will have uh, this protection even going into Yom Misa. There's nothing to be scared of. The Iker's man for a person to be able to expand their to to to, to expand their hasaga to be able to internalize the makifin uh, is chaydesh elul, which is in advance of yom hadin. He quotes over here the siach sarfei chaydesh. Uh, he says. Uh, that and a person can have his oiras can inspire themselves in chaydish elul. Therefore, yislabish belavosh chadash v'lo yikiru hamakadrigim biyom adin b'mayis avaraim. 
So it's not just a utility thing. Here's what you should do in Chodesh else. You'll be protected from Yom Adin. It sounds, perhaps we could say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu built in, as it were, into, into Chodesh Elul, into the, into the time that there will be special access to growing in this particular way. So in advance of Yom Adin, a person can gain this protection. He can literally change who, change who he is, or certainly how he present, he's pre- presents himself to the world. He's wearing a different garments. I, I, get, I get two ways. Number one, wearing different garments. And number two, to the extent that a person really ends up growing in their das, so if the ikr of a person is their seichel, the essence of a person is their seichel in their das, and a person grows in their das, and also, again, potentially even reframes, has a different way of looking at something, a, a person can literally change who they are um, so we could suggest as we look, we have to be ma'ayin, right? But, but in different ways, in both of the ways, perhaps a person gained protection. Vizel, levusha vatischak liyom achron. These are Rashi Tevas, Elul, levush is lamed, vatischak is vav, lamed is liyom achron. So Rashi Tevas, Elul, Rashi Tevas, Elul. Okay, period. Now, what happens? A person, Rahman Litzlan, or you know, I mean, everybody lives till 120 years, but uh, but he he is nifter and he's not able to anymore expand. He's not able to achieve these tikkunim to put himself into a place to gain extra protections for himself. What happens then? We, we this is coming back to something we, re- excuse me, we referenced earlier already. These are the days of 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 Shivi uh, of, uh, and uh, now, interestingly, it's uh, you know we say Rachman Litzlan. Nobody wants to uh, nobody wants to be nifter uh, untimely, um, but certainly you know this is the way this is the way of life. People do die. However, uh, interesting to note, we we quoted this all the way at the beginning that this this title was given uh, Yud Gimel of. On Shabbos, it says July twenty first, eighteen o four, with certain pieces that were added later on. But we spoke already earlier in one of the other shiurim that shortly after giving this Tyra, Rabbi Nachman's uh, year old daughter Fagi was was Rachman Latzlan. She was she was nifter due to her poor health. She had been entrusted to a family in Ladizin. I'm probably not pronouncing that right. A village near Breslov, and it seems that the Rebbe was was uh, was he indicated that he was aware of her passing through Rachakaydesh. So perhaps that um, that introduces why we're we're framing the idea that somebody is nifter as Rachman Latzlan. Again, it's part of the uh, the stages of existence, uh, passing from this stage to the next. But in any event, certainly after 120, should never uh, we should never hear from this uh, earlier. But v'zebechina shivas yimei avelis rochman alitzlan kadesh yal nishmasul or aponim hanal in order that the neshama should be able to gain access to the or aponim, which we'll speak out in a second uh, a little bit more. The the shivi mevelis a person wants to be able to have access to the to the arapanim which for for now will associate this light coming from the meichin this the, this extra this extra protection against that of the chitzonim and these extra hasagas uh, the we already uh, explained earlier that the shiva mevelis are connected the shiva nedris that prepares a person to be able to receive this arapanim ayin el v'alkein we explored I think it was v'alkein chayav avol rachman alitzlan kriya so the avelim do Kriya ki kera, with the, which we take very seriously, the kera begematria shin ayin nahirin. Kera, which in the system of gematria is kuf is 100, resh is 200, the 300 ayin is 70. So the 370 is connected, the 370. 
Nahirin, as it were, shall arponem the lights of arponem shem begematria shall base paamim kale aleph lamid bimiluo. If you spell out the name of a kaddish baruch Hu of kale, aleph is I, uh, is aleph lamid pei lamid is lamid mem dalid. If you add all of that up, that ends up being a hundred and eighty-five. Uh, because Aleph is 181, Lamed is 74, who are Hapanim. Now I'm going to quote a little bit again. This is a little bit beyond us, but there is a certain beauty in just understanding, even the piece that we don't understand, how much, looking backwards, some of these things seem arbitrary when you understand that the Aleph base, the Isis of the Aleph base, are the building blocks of the world, and that there's a spiritual system and a physical system, and we have just this learning that's totally Bishlamus, and everything fits together, and it's all by design, so these are pieces that, as we continue to learn together, um, you know, they start to ring. So there's a, a pasuk I'm quoting from Chaim Kramer's note, the the note over here by Rav Yatiyo also um, has a discussion. Chachmas Adam Tyre Panav, the man's wisdom causes his fate to, face to shine. We've mentioned before that the names of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, uh, the name of Hakadosh Baruch Hu Yud Kevavke. If you spell it out, you could have Yud Yud Vav Dalid, and then you could have Hey Hey could be spelled Hey Yud Hey Aleph. Hey, hey. There's different there's different ways of spelling out Yud Kevavke. And the, we we associate those depending how you spell it as they would equal either 72, 60, uh, 63, uh, 45, or 52. Ab Sag Man Ben. And there's his We're not going to discuss it right now. The name Yud Kevavke, which is spelled as. Yud Vav Dalid, and then Hey Yud, Vav Yud Vav, and Hey Yud. The name which spells out Ab, it spells out 72, is associated with the Sphira of Chachma. Now, if you take that and you, you have the uh, the Ach of the way that you spell it out, so now you're going to add in Yud Vav Dalid as Yud, and then you, so you'll spell out Yud, Yud K, Yud K Vav, Yud K Vav K. So we're going to take the, the, the way of spelling Yud K Vav K, which is Ab, which is 72. Again, follow this, take it for what it is, and then you're going to spell it out uh, in that way, and you add up all of those letters, uh, then that equals 184. If you add one more for the word itself, that's 185. So over here, what you have is the name of Yud K Vav K associated with Chachma. We said Chachmas Adam Tayer Panav. When you spell out Yud Ke Vav Ke in a certain way, spelled out Yud Vav Yud, He Yud, etc., that ends up being 185. 185 is the same gematria as Ha Panim. 5 is for He, Pe is 80, Nun is 135, Yud is 145. Another 40 is 185. And now that, that's, that ends up being 185 since there's two sides of the face. A person says 185 times 2. There you have is 370, which again, the name Kale is all, Aleph Lamed is also associated with Chachma. If you take the Aleph and Lamed spelled out, 185 again times 2. So the, the, what, what all of this is, is, uh, what, why we're bringing it in and what we're gonna, what we're gonna, uh, match it up to is that as long as a person is able to, attach himself to the Arhapanim, so then he's able to draw in the Makifin, by the way, Hekif also 185, he's able to advance, draw in the Makifin, bring in, we said that that's the Ikra vote of a person to expand, to internalize, to be Davuk in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. he will also be protected from the Chitainim, from the Mashchisim, uh, as he's able to do that, to change his Malbush, which we'll explain in a second, because we said that that was 378, uh, and that will protect him from the Mashchisim, when a person 
person is no longer able to do that, Rahman so then when the Avelim tear a kera, kufresh ayin, they tear a rip, they rise kriya, that's also going to be 370. There will be some sort of a tikkun that's associated with the tearing an Avelis that's able to compensate in some way for that 370. Over here he mentions, oh, and where does the 378 come from? So I, I think. I think over here it mentions that the name Kale, Aleph, we, we spelled out as Aleph, that's associated with Chachma. Aleph is Aleph, Lamed, Pei, Lamed is Lamed, Bemdal, that's six, and then the two letters of Aleph and Lamed itself would be eight. Again, there's so many concepts that are, this is the cross-section of them, that would be 378. He mentions over here that the Arizal writes that, uh, that there's always Zelomazeh, right? So the, the Shin, the 370 lights of Chachma, uh, there's, uh, against it, there's going to be Klipa called Ash, which is a moth. The moth would, uh, this represents itself in the Bri as well, a moth would eat through the malbush, it would eat through the cloth. However, the chashmal, which is actually 370 plus the extra kaychas, plus the 8, 378, so that extra 8 puts it that the halbasha is not is not going to be susceptible to the to the ash, it's not going to be susceptible to the moth, so to speak, and he says in our text the evil moth corresponds to false intellect that eats away at the true, uh, that eats away at the true makifin. the only way to combat these false ideas is to constantly draw new and greater levels of transcendent intellect the makifin that stem from a source beyond which the false intellect can affect, meaning perhaps at any altitude, there's always going to be arguments and counter-arguments. The way to make that the counter-arguments fall away is to be rooted to a truth. Over here he says that the Arapanim is actually the lights are drawn from the, the Yud Gimel, the 13 attributes of mercy, and it, it, it talks about Kale and MS. Kale associated with Chachma, but it says that the, so to speak, the, it's the, the, coming from the, the lights of the face, the Arapanim, one, one side it's Kale and, uh, MS respectively. So when a person is, takes from the Arapanim and they're rooted an MS, so then there's really no uh, attachment point for any of the false ideology, etc. So again, so we save that a little bit for the end, but if that uh, if that helps, then Baruch Hashem, and these concepts I'm sure will come up more, and if not, then it's just good to at least hear them, uh, maybe our Neshamas be able to be Yonik, and uh, we're able to hear. Now, just going back, to finish off Hikshu, we asked earlier on, uh, or, or rather, rather going back, we said that there was a question that was asked in the in the Masifta de Rakia Hikshu Kiesh Makifin Eitzel Asechel Hainu Sheino Nechnas Lasechel Pnimia Noishi. There are these outer areas, these things surrounding that, both in terms of Tefillah, there's a Meichen, there's a Meichen of Tefillah that we said it introduced as a person is Tzoeik, he yells out in Tefillah, he brings in the, the Meichen. There's also a uh, Makifin and Tyra, Tyra and Tefillah, we have many Tyras uh, to, talking about how Tefillah and Tyra go together. It says that there's Makifin by the Seichel, Hainu She'eno Nichnas Laseichel Pnimi Anayishi Viesh Makifin Laha Tyra. And there's also the Soida Tyra that a person does not have access to. Shemakif as, 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 I, I, not that it doesn't come into the Torah, I guess the Torah is the person who relates to it. There's certain things that, again, it's like one level out, so to speak. It's not internalized, but I see it. I have some sort of relationship with it. I aspire to it. It's just that I'm not able to actually internalize it and understand it and embrace it and integrate it. And then there are those things that are even further away. That they're not even 
even they're not even the Malbush, they're not even a makif to me. They're beyond that. They have not yet they are in the potential. They have not yet, however, been born, so to speak. They're still in pregnancy mode. We 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 said earlier when we started today's year, we quoted from the Kitsali Kutmaran that this is the avod of a person. To be Davuk to our Creator, the only reason we can't is because of our own limitations. How do we how, how do we get past our own limitations to be able to be Davuk in our Kaddish Baruch Hu that, that that our Seich should be able to embrace it? So, the, in the first year, we talked about this one type of intellect, which is within the human realm, that we can grow and expand and and add to our knowledge base. But when it comes to uh, being Davuk to uh, the Rebbeinish Lalim to our Creator, how do we how, how do we bridge that gap? So we uh, we spoke about that, but that's the job of a person. So he divides between the, the makifin of Seichel and the makifin of Taira. Now, I'm going to suggest over here, I think it's based on what he's quoting, the Parpolos L'Chachma. Um, perhaps we could say that the Makifin of Taira, Taira is is Chachma uh, Sashem. There's different levels of Taira, I guess. There's Pshat, there's Said. But Taira is Ba'atzem... It's it's an expression of the infinite. There's different levels of simsumim. So on one hand, he divides up the seichel. Perhaps associated more with tefillah. The tefillah is an attachment point to us. The way that we relate to something. So perhaps I'm not sure. Perhaps we could say when he talks about the meichin of tefillah, he's referencing that as the meichin of seichel. That's how we relate to something. The makifin of taira is. Also, to bring in other depths of Tyra, but the Tyra, the Tyra is, a, is a, so to speak, of a yachal, that there's a chayfetz of Tyra. So maybe that's why I use the lotion of Seichel as the way that we expand ourselves and Tyra, that we it introduces extra access um, to the Tyra in the in the Brio as we relate to it. Uh, on this, I'm not uh, I'm not 100 sure. Um, but in any event, uh, there's these different aspects of bringing the makifin, the seichel and the taira, or tefillah and taira. Uh, so he says, We want to bring out uh, the ideas of Taira and the, a- the access to Taira from the Helam, the Makifim, from beyond, uh, from beyond like uh, multiple levels out from where we're at. First, we want to bring it into where we can relate to it. We even see it with our Anayim. And then ultimately, we want to internalize that. I think I must have mentioned this earlier. Uh, I must have mentioned this in one of the earlier Shiram. I believe I heard from. Yaakov Weinberg, might have been Noah Weinberg, it was on a recording, but he said, we, we know that learning is considered learning four times. So the four times, some people have better memories and worse memories. It's not an aspect of memory. Uh, just to repeat something four times, what if I can remember it after I, I learn it once? What if it takes you even longer? He says that this, the wheat is the staff of life. Taira is, is the sustenance of, of life. There's four processes to planting. First, you have to plow. You have to make the ground receptive to, to take in the seed. Then you put in the seed. You put in the information. And then you have to, after you make it receptive to the seed and you put in the information, then you harvest. You see, how does it apply to me? Uh, right? The, I guess in our world, this would be like the makifin. Right? In other words, I don't have it. I didn't eat it yet. But how is it going to relate to me? What, what, what does it mean to me? And then I eat it. I integrate it. It becomes part of me. It's now part of my toolbox. And then I can I can make chidushim off the terror. Now it's part of my thought process. I've internalized it. I can go to the next step. So first you have to plow, make receptive. Then you have the idea, the seeds. Then you harvest it. You start relating to it and then you eat it, you integrate it. So 
this idea perhaps you know maybe parallels uh, you know a similar idea how do I, I take information that's totally beyond me and put it through the iterations put it through the process um, until I'm able to uh, integrate it what I can't understand, not because there's anything at, missing from the access uh, to the information in the Bria, but rather there's something lacking in my own self. So in the end, he's balancing a little bit between the Seichel and the and the Taira, so to speak, the Makifin of Taira. I think that it, that uh, it makes sense just from a read through of the words that one is talking about. Uh, uh, expanding my own limitations, and one is almost like an access to be able to have meaning in the Torah. Um, but certainly, this whole process relates to everything involved in my relationship, in our relationship with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, with with the Torah. And Rabbi Nosson adds on to finish off. Hakusha Zois Hikshu Bemokom Shehikshu was asked in the Masifta Rakiv, who's Al Amr al Zateretz, and Rabbeinu answered a Teretz. Kalshamatim Piva Kodesh Beferish, this is what I heard from Rabbeinu. Viakal Sachinu Lishmayo Kolatara and Al, and then he gave over this this whole Tyra. Viatam Vor Lamaya and a Teretz Al Shela Vakushia Nal, and now a person that goes through the Tyra, Baruch Hashem, on our level we did, uh, will go through the answer to the question. Ki Ikar Shelehu Ech, now we're going to sum up. Ech Lahailan Amechim Talu Moisan. How is it that we could take things from from the, uh, not having access, that it's in this stage of pregnancy, so to speak, it's hidden? Which we mentioned even in the first year, when you have a zero relationship with something, at worst, it sounds like, at best, rather, it sounds like gibberish. You just don't relate to it. And at worst, if you're not mature enough or you don't have the kalim, what you do is you apply your immature kalim to a concept that you don't have a relationship with, and there come tashchasa. You could come to a tremendous misinterpretation of something. So how is it that you could you could bring things from the outer stages inward until you relate to it and ultimately internalize it? When the, these hidden ideas uh, come to to the forefront, how can one internalize them? We explained this at length. Again, now we see this, which is Lashon Tfila, but in Torah and that can bring out things from the Mechon into the world. And we already said that this, because Nuhalbasha, and when it comes, this is the Malbush, the 378, and it's able to protect against the Mashchisen, right? This is what we said today. And then when a person makes the kalim, they makadish the shevaneris to handle the kadish. It's ainav shloil listach of mashal so listakel. They make that their eyes don't look at anything appropriate, etc. V'chein lekadish pivot v'chatma v'oznav kanal. And as well as his mouth, his nose, his ears, Vaidez Zochin, which is two eyes, two nose, uh, two nostrils, two ears, and a mouth, is seven. This is how a person can ultimately internalize it. They make themselves into the Kli. The idea of fleshing out this Indian and the Ramazim. All of this is explained in what we've gone through in the last eight Shirim. Ashrei, praiseworthy, fortunate is the one who was able to be ayin be'emes lilmoid ulalame to learn and to teach lishmar velasos to guard and to do ulakayim and to sustain uh, to stand it up so baruch hashem we have now gone through tarich aleph and we look forward to tarich of bays uh, again very appropriate for sukkahs we 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 ha- we had the sukkahs tie-in on this day of uh, yom adin of ishana raba and merzem uh, piskatava we should we, we good kvittel we should all be uh, zoicha to 